Hello, patrons, and uh, thank you for joining us for this bonus content for, oh gosh, I never looked this up before I go to say it, 50. episode 51. Oh, no. Oh, 51? Really? 51. I thought it was yeah. 50. No, last, 51. last time was 50. It's so hard to keep track, because there's like numbers of books and verses right. and chapters, yeah. Lots of numbers and then also involved. the episodes. Well, all right. Uh, We're past 50. 51, yeah, which means next time will be 52. Which is like kind of like a year's worth of episodes. We recorded more. Uh-huh. We recorded them twice a week for the first yeah, that's couple true. months. We're close. We well, what we started the podcast in July. July. It launched in July, so, yeah, so. approaching okay. on a year pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Um, okay, I would like to talk to y'all about the Hebrew calendar. Okay, because um, it's something I only knew like a little bit about before. Um, and you also have some stuff to to oh, share. Yeah, a little bit. You got a little bit of stuff. What are, you, what are you talking about? Talking about Sukkot. Okay, about the holiday. Yes, yeah, about the holiday. The booth. The, the booth living. The booth. The booth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hashtag booth life. Uh-huh. And I'm talking about Sabbath or yeah. Shabbat. Yes. Nice. Okay, cool. They're all kind of related then. Yeah. Um, okay, so how much do you know about the Hebrew calendar? Very little. What, what, but what do you know? I, all I know is that it changes every single year uh-huh. when we have tried to apply it to the Gregorian calendar. Right. That's all I know. Right. Emily, do you know like anything about it? Changes. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. Can't copy right. my answer, Emily. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all I know about it. It's not a copy, it's a truth. Um, well, okay, so the first thing is that the Hebrew calendar is a type of calendar called a lunisolar calendar. Uh. And so both sun and moon. Exactly. Uh. So what it means is that it's both based off of the moon. Like months are based off of the moon, but it also is meant to line up with the solar year, huh. which okay. which doesn't line up so nicely with the lunar year, okay. right? Yeah, um, yeah. So it's a calendar that's based around both of those things. Um, so here's how it works. <clears throat> Basically, there are 12 months, usually, and oh. each month starts at the new moon. Okay, And yeah. what's cool is back in the day, the the rule was that the month, like, you had to have two different independent people state that they had spotted the new moon, and huh. that's when you could it be like... It could be just this one is, absurd person right? making up lies about right? the new moon. Yeah, so, like, your village or your, you know, settlement or whatever would have to have, like, two different independent people have Say. seen the new moon and agree on it, and the... Well, yeah, like, I mean, new month. the yeah. agreement is the thing, because a lot of the moons look pretty dang similar. Like, yeah, a lot of the so, slivers yeah. of the moon, yeah, yeah. they really have to know what they're looking for. And if it's cloudy, oof, Yeah, I mean, good trouble. luck. Yeah. Good luck with that. Uh, anyways, it's kind of fun that, that it used to be done that way, um, and uh, I guess we'll get to that in a second, but, um, you know, now it's done with math. Yes, Ma- of maths. course. Yeah. Maths, as we say. Um, so, in yeah, London, yeah. Uh, right as a maths, yes, uh, and so a lunar month, so mm-hmm. like a, a time for a full moon cycle, takes about twenty nine and a half days. Okay, so the Jewish calendar basically alternates twenty nine days, thirty days, twenty nine days, thirty days, twenty nine days, thirty days, uh, is how it works nowadays. But it you know would have been based off of like when they spotted yes. that new moon. Okay. Which essentially ended up the same thing, where like it would be 29 to 30 days, right? Okay. Um, and so that it kind of stays lined up with the moon. But that will 
end you up 11 days short of a solar year. Okay. So what they do is there's a leap month that gets inserted every two or three years on a 19-year cycle. Is it only 11 days or is it a full... That's why it's only every three years because you got to wait till you've month. added right. up enough. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah. So every 19 years, you have 17 leap months okay. that happen every two or three years. And All there's right. like a cycle. It's like on the third year, you do one and the sixth year, but then the eighth year and then the uh, 11th year. So there's kind of like a, a pattern to it. Huh. Uh, but you add this whole extra month, um, which is just... The, the name of the month before it with a two after it. <laughs> so like just, June 2, <laughs> well, the sequel to June. The, the month is Adar, is the name of this and particular month. it becomes month. Adar 2? It becomes Adar 2, wow. yeah. Okay. So I love that. Uh, Very practical. Cool, right? Yeah. Well, speaking of practicality, the days of the week are also just day one, yeah, day two, okay. yeah. day three, oh, really? up through day six, and then Shabbat is just Rest Just day. Shabbat. Okay, got so, it. So, um, based off of Genesis, the creation, yes. it's like the you know, right? The, yeah, it was morning yeah, and yeah. it was evening. The, the first day, day, the, first the second day. day. Yeah. So they just named them like I that. I appreciate that practicality. It's like in Japanese with the naming of months. It's just like month one, month two, yep. month three, month yeah. four, month totally. five. Yes, all the way through the year. There's no weird names for the months. It's yeah. just straight up. Very practical. Yeah. Uh, so wow. some other important things to note here is that the day starts at sunset. Yes. Which if you have any Jewish friends, you know that that's how that goes. Yeah. Um, and okay. So what I was trying to figure out is kind of like how, like where's the beginning of the year and kind of how does it line up with us? Um, and what's kind of interesting I learned is that there's sort of a, a difference between what's considered by modern day people to be the beginning of the Hebrew calendar versus what's month one in what we were just reading. I and they're not see. the same. Okay. Yeah. So in, in what we're reading. Cause the, they were sp- referring to month seven often. Right. We talked about month one and month seven. Yeah. Which are, you know, both halfway through the, yeah. the cycle. Uh, so month one for biblical purposes is Nissan. <laughs> Uh, N-I-S-A-N. Like, uh, yeah, wow. Also where you drive your great imported cars. Um, <laughs> so so Nissan is the, the first month. So that's the one where, um, uh, what's the holiday I'm thinking of? What's the one in Nissan? Uh, that we just talked about at Passover. Passover. When God yeah. said, so like, you know, on the yeah. in the first month, on whatever day, fifteenth, that's 14th Passover. Day or something, yeah. So Passover is the beginning of the biblical year. But the beginning of the civil year is on the seventh month, mm. which is Tishrei, okay. um, which is the one where we have Rosh Hashanah, mm. which I'd always heard referred to as like Jewish New Year. Mm. Um, but it's, that in, it's the in the middle of the biblical year. calendar. It's the middle of the year. But in like the civil Hebrew calendar, it's the beginning of the year. So wow. anyway, that's also to add <laughs> confusion on Very top confusing. of confusion. Um, and then the other thing to know Emily is that this month one yeah. that Yahweh was talking about, Nissan, mm-hmm. happens in the spring. Huh. Right? So so it does it's not even like off by half the year or whatever. It it that starts in the spring. So hmm. it's like around my birthday, maybe. So uh, my birthday yeah. is the first day of spring in vernal equinox. 
Okay. Yes. Yeah, so this is like April or April or This is a little bit after. And Easter always kind of tend to be close together in yeah. the calendar. Yeah. Yeah. If if you all want something fascinating to read up on, read up on the Wikipedia entry for the calculation of Easter. Oh boy. The historical stuff behind that is super interesting. Well, maybe we'll get to that eventually once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Most likely. The resurrection occurs. But but for a long time calculating that was like considered the calculation of the age. Wow. Like it was like a big deal Jeez. to try to calculate this because they hadn't figured out yet how to know exactly how long a lunar year was. Yeah. And so it was based on the stars and the moon and the seasons and everything trying to like figure out when that would be in the future. Wow. Right. Like how can we make a calendar that's going to predict when Easter is going to be? Because it's relative to the phase of the moon that happens after right. a certain time. And it's all really interesting. Wow. Yeah. Really um, fascinating. And uh, okay. The last thing that I wanted to share was just that the leap month too. this before maths were involved, mm-hmm. like the two people having to witness the moon, it was based on this criteria of like, <laughs> it was like when barley sprouts or when the equinox is, or some other like sort of agricultural phenomenon that if two of the three of those things happened either like, I guess later than they should have, then that's like the signal that you decide work. This is the year when we do the leap month. It sounds like some prophecy, like when the barley sprouts <laughs> and the third sun dies on yeah. that day, you will have the leap year. Yeah, kind of actually. Wow. Kind Amazing. of like that. All right. But you know, until they, until they figured out the maths behind it, um, that's, that's how they had to do it again. Cause it was just based on like, we need to make this line back up with the seasonings. Oh yeah, oh. it was the the ripeness of barley and the fruit trees and the equinox. Wow, amazing. Can I quickly talk about Sabbath Do and it. Shabbat? Yeah. Okay. So I I was wondering cuz I thought they were the same thing and they kind of are, but I it just says the Sabbath is a day of religious observance and abstinence from work kept by Jews from Friday evening to Saturday evening and by most Christians on Sunday. So Right. The thing that I knew about be, from my Jewish friends was Shabbat. I actually, you know, would go to some Shabbat ceremonies. Some Shabbat uh-huh. and yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I didn't realize, but okay, so here's some basic activities that you have to refrain from on Shabbat. Uh, writing, erasing, and tearing. Oh, no tearing. I can't so, like, rip up things or you can't like you know get those little uh things in the mail with like the perforated edges (laughs) and like so no coupon yeah exactly no coupon tearing um business transactions driving or riding in cars or other vehicles shopping Mm. using the telephone so like Mm. you know a complete day away from your wow your cellular device Mm -hmm. right turning on or off anything which uses electricity including lights radios television computer air conditioners and alarm clocks Mm. yeah cooking baking or kindling a fire gardening and grass mowing and doing laundry Mm. okay so that's apparently they're saying in this uh shabad.org that you do things like prepare in advance for Shabbat. Right. So 
essentially like lights which will be needed on Shabbat are turned on before Shabbat and mm. they're put on an automatic timer. And so the refrigerator can be used, but we have to ensure that it does not uh, have like the light on. So the light needs to be disconnected, huh. which is really interesting. I see. I'd so heard the about idea that. Yeah. that yeah. And then, yeah, you can't cook or light a fire. So anything that you need to eat will be cooked before Shabbat and kept warm through special practices, special methods is what it says. (laughs) Wait, really? That's just a special method? It says there's a food preparation on Shabbat for the laws and methods involved. So I don't I didn't read that, but yes. A whole separate article about that. Yeah, exactly. So there are various like forbidden objects that you can't remove. Or move around rather. Okay. Um. So stones, plants, flowers in a vase, raw food, such as beans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So you can't. All right. So it's like you can't be prepping raw food. I guess. Yeah. So you shouldn't move it around. Or okay. an object that has broken and become no longer useful, such as a broken bowl or a button that falls off. Don't you move it? Wow. So also, I guess, like, not taking out the trash then? Like, anything that's not useful still? Interesting. Valuable objects are those which would be used only for their designated task, for fear of damaging it. Like, a camera, a crystal decoration, professional tools, a scalpel, electric wiring, important documents, a passport, or a birth certificate. So you can't interact with those? Can't move those? Yeah, don't move them. Wow. Okay. Um, non-kosher food. That makes sense. Uh, let's see. A hammer, a stapler, or a pen. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Like tools. Yeah. yeah. So all of that. So you can't carry various things. Mm-hmm. So interesting. I, I do know that there's yeah. like a whole industry for like home automation specifically for keeping the Sabbath. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at Wikipedia and there's like a whole list of inventions yeah. That have been made. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So that you don't have to proactively activate any kind of electrical impulse on anything. Interesting. But it'll still work. Yeah, yeah. like everything's on timers that day yes. and everything's yeah. set to work. There's yeah. an elevator, a special Shabbat elevator, Shabbat microphone. Wow. You can set things. There's a book called Shabbat Gosh. for Dummies. On a lot of modern That's home good. appliances, yeah. there's a, a Shabbat mode. Um, just like turns it off on that day or just Uh, makes the lights not light up that day uh, (laughs) do you know the mode usually overrides the usual everyday operation of the electrical appliance and makes the operation of the appliance comply with the rules of jewish Mm, law i guess it'd be like the refrigerator where like the light won't come on yeah something like that yeah interesting huh okay interesting well that's or i think with certain ovens it allows it to maintain heat Mm. for a certain amount of time so that some things can still be cooked or kept warm. Right. Um, hmm. So I think yeah. ideally, too, if you're going to go to a temple, you'd walk. But it oh, does say... You drive a car. Yeah, it does say that uh, some Jews will use their vehicles to reach Orthodox synagogues for services. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. in practice, truly Orthodox Jews generally do not drive during the Sabbath. Fascinating. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. Really interesting because definitely the people that I used to go and do Shabbat with, like they would light candles and have challah and sing, but that was about it. 
Mm, yeah. 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 And I think not work, but right. not anything. Well, there's like, a wide variety of practices yeah. for sure. Right. Well, Absolutely. and your your friends were not super traditional, no. like conservative, not super, like orthodox. Yeah. yeah. Not super yeah. orthodox. Yeah. 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 Uh, so you want to learn about booths? I want to learn. <laughs> about oh yeah, booths. booths. <laughs> and uh, will we build some? John oh. Wilkes booth. No, D- not that not booth. That Different. Booth. Do not bring that booth into this conversation. Okay. We're talking about Sukkoth. Um. So, uh, speaking of the Jewish calendar. This year, 2019, uh-huh. it will approximately fall on October 13th to the 20th huh. is when the festival of Sukkoth will be. Okay. Um, so, yes. So, the fundamental part of this festival, it happens right at the end of Yom Kippur that you start building the Sukkah, right. which oh, wow. is the hut. Um, so, yeah. So, you build this hut outside of your house and it's intended that you have your meals out there and wow. some families will even sleep out there during that week-long period. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is supposed to remind you of the... Of you know, the really humble shelters that the Israelites would have been living in in the desert. So it's supposed right. to kind of okay. be an acknowledgement of those times. You're also supposed to gather these four sacred plants that was mentioned in the verses that we read. Um, so you need to have the fruit of a citron tree, kind of kind of like a lemon, okay. um, uh, a branch from a date palm tree, mm. uh, boughs with leaves from the myrtle tree, and branches with leaves from the willow tree. And you are supposed to bind these together and wave them around. Oh, well, oh, of course. Okay. Yes. So a wave offering. Or, yes, you or do a do a wave offering. Yeah. Um, you're encouraged to invite guests to the sukkah. Uh, okay. Traditionally, uh, specifically poor, the poor, hmm. that it should be a place that the poor can come and still be fed and, okay. oh, and sheltered. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. A while ago, I watched a really beautiful film about this called Ushpizen. Ushpizen means guests. Um, and it okay. was a film that was uh, shot entirely in Jerusalem by this Jewish filmmaker, um, Hasidic Jewish filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the plot being about this really poor couple who are Hasidic, and they are specifically are a Baal, what's known as Baal Teshuva, which are people who who are Jews who lived a secular life and then decided to become Orthodox. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. So that's who they are. And and by secular, you mean, forgive my ignorance, do it's you mean... kind of more casual, like Is it that? Culturally Jewish? Yes, Because yes. when I hear more the culturally word Jewish, secular... Like non-Orthodox Jewish. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, so they're preparing for Sukkoth, and some guests arrive that are these ex-cons who know... Whoa the husband from before he became an Orthodox Jew, okay. um, but he feels obligated to host them because that's what you're supposed to do. Oh, um, so they stay in the sukkah with him and his wife. And the drama of the film is about the tension of that, of them kind of like uh, kind of bringing back his sordid past, essentially. Mm, um, interesting. Yeah. Really beautiful film. I really highly recommend people check it out. Um, it was filmed by, you know, the filmmaker and his actual wife who'd never, uh. acted before oh, really? <laughs> in the film. Interesting. Um, yeah, it was really, really interesting. So yeah, so this October, you know, especially those of us here in Los Angeles, when you drive around, like you can spot the sukkah, like the people set up in their driveways or in their yards. I don't um, think I've ever seen that before. Now that you, you know about it, you will notice it. Yeah, I can guarantee you will notice it. Wow. Yeah. Very, Very cool. cool. Wow. And good timing that we get to see this coming up soon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, coming I mean, up soon in what? Like five, uh, six months. <laughs> six months now. Right. Let's see. When is... It's. I told you. It's October uh, 13th to the 20th this okay. year. Okay. Got it. For some reason, I thought it was sooner than that. Yeah. Uh, nope. Nope. Not so much. 13th to 20th. Yeah. Okay. 
Anyway, thank you, Petros, for coming along on this ride of all kinds of trivia about the Jewish calendar. And yeah, uh, yeah we can't wait to hear from you next week.